To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hello, all you beautiful people. Welcome to episode 44 of the Diz Insider Show. No, it's right? 45. Oh, all right. Hold on. Producer, is it 45? It's 45. Okay, 45. Let's, let's, re, let's redo that. No, no, no. We're, keep going. No. We're not into formality. Hello, all you beautiful people. Keep Welcome to episode 45 of the Diz Insider Show. Yeah, let's just keep the original one. Are you serious right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, welcome to episode 45, since my co-host cannot uh, get that right. Um, yeah, never. A lot of fun news. A lot of, lot of cool news. Um, hey, are we good here, by the way? Yeah. Okay, good. God damn it. Um, and uh, the Gardner Holt interview is coming out <laughs> probably by the time you see this. It'll be out. Um, and uh, we have new merch. We have a Cruella design. Uh, we have Skylar's Diz Insider shirt right here. Uh, we don't have the mugs today because they're dirty. And, um, yeah, uh, we're getting ready to uh, get all your guys' stuff in. We've been lagging, so you guys are getting a lot more cool stuff. Uh, we're going to get you one of these, camera two for Skylar. I'm going to get you guys some of these. Um, maybe a couple more Diz Insider shirts. And, uh, yeah, we're going to hook it up because uh, we have not been keeping our word. And we've yeah. lost a lot of Patreon subscribers. Like, Abby Stoshak, why'd you leave us? But you're st- it's she's still getting her stuff, is what I'm saying. I already have everybody that yeah. beforehand. I had to go through, like, every single month to see who paid more than 10 bucks for the month. You know what I mean? This is true. Like, some guy, like, bought our $10 one and then unsubscribed. I'm like, you're not getting none- nothing. Unless he just binged our whole show and then was like, all right, peace. <laughs> I'll resubscribe when you do another, yeah. like, 40 episodes. Yeah. But, dude, 45 episodes. This is nuts. We're almost to 50 and then halfway to 100 and then, uh, also starting... then we'll close the Diz inside. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see if we have. Well, we've, have 40, we've had 45 scoops and a lot of them have been confirmed. Yeah, I'm so proud of, proud of our scoops and what yeah. we do here. But just so for our producer's sake, uh, we're not going to do any uh, Spider-Man stuff, Dom. So you're good. Cool. Give me a thumbs up. Um, okay, so uh, anything else we need to talk about? Um, um, we have new videos up. We have a new new from the castle, news from the castle. We have episode three featuring Skylar uh, of the Disney Insider Gaming. Yep. And we have a then and now that are that are coming out sporadically. So. Yeah, we'll get the next one of those. Will be um, Cru- uh, 101 Dalmatians in preparation for Cruella. Nice. Yeah, we should keep doing that. Yeah, no. You I'm should do like the excited. animated. Uh, oh, you should do like the 2001 really bad uh, Peter Pan film. No, oh, gross. Not Disney, but yeah. Oh man, what's that kid up to nowadays, huh? Who knows? Who knows? All right, Skylar, take it away with the first story. This is something cool. Um, so yeah, uh, new Mandalorian, hot stuff right now. You've seen the character more recently in video gaming with Fortnite. If you're a fan of Fortnite, like your son, yeah. Oh shit, jeez, don't even get me started. Uh, but it looks like the character will be getting his own video game. Um, <sighs> as of right now, this is coming from, I believe, is it uh, Game Radar? 
or IGN or something? I might be. It's uh, it's coming out of Nick Baker. He's a video game industry insider. Mm. So, is it going to be along the same lines as like a Jedi Fallen Order or like more of like a Battlefront two? Um, is there I've, anything that says about that? I haven't clicked on the stories. So. No, but it, it really doesn't have a lot of information on it. It just says that they're doing something with the Mandalorian video game based. Best now, guess. Uh, well, Disney did say, uh, or I should say Lucasfilm Gaming did say they were doing an open world Star Wars game. We'll talk so, about that too when we get into um, yeah, there's, the Jedi yeah. Fallen Order 2. Yeah, so um, I, I think that would probably be my best guess. Maybe an open world Bounty hunter game, that'd be cool. like a western, forward. kind of like a Star Wars Red Dead Redemption. Yes, that would be that so would, that rad. Would be awesome. You know, it would be cool if Rockstar developed a Star Wars game. Oh, because that would there's be storylines cool. not only, but if you can go into like multiplayer and yeah. just like mess around on uh, like Tatooine, it's or like a, it's a Red Dead mixed with uh, Grand Theft Auto. Well, yeah, that's what that's what Red Dead is. Yeah, it's basically. just a Western Grand Theft Auto. Ah, oh, love it. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, nothing, not, not a lot of information on that, just because um, the news really just came out of a from an industry uh, insider. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll tie these two uh, next stories in together. Uh, our boy Sean Nyberg, he uh, he has written probably about a uh, master's dissertation on Disneyland rides. Oh, <laughs> so oh my much Lots stuff. Of information. So he ranks all the Disney rides, uh, all fifty. Um, it's a really, really good read if you have nothing to do, um, or if you have everything to do, give it a read. Um, but that's cool. So, and then do along you, the did you did you go through his list? I skimmed through it. I did not agree with the number one. What was the number one? Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I could see that. I mean, I it's it's, it's in the it's top. The difference it's not, between it's, it's top five. It's difference between because there's a difference between enjoyable and thrill. I mean, that's true. I was just like you write California Screaming, Space the, Mountain. Uh, Space Mountain, uh, uh, wish... Thunder Mountain, and Guardians, and then you go take a chill pill on Haunted Mansion and... or Pirates or Pirates and or Pirates. Yeah, yeah. but <sighs> the disrespect on Guardians. I wish it was higher, but it's still top ten. I mean, <clears throat> not having a number... you got to go based off of what the consensus yeah. is. It was number seven, so hey, that's fine. It's in the um, top ten. Yeah. It would have been in my top five. I think my number one would be. If I'm speaking on nostalgia. Honestly, it would probably be uh, right. Guardians, <laughs> but I do like the Little Mermaid ride. That would be up there for me. Here, let me let's give our top five. How about that? Oh. Okay, let's start at number five. Um, I, is this like a together thing where we agree, or our own top five? Our own top five. Okay, so five would be the Monsters Inc. ride, obviously for me. Okay, I just like I like I like seeing. It's not necessarily like a uh, um, like a thrill ride or something that you're like, oh, I can't wait to get on there. And stuff. It's just like you get to go through scene by scene of like the whole Monsters Inc. movie, and I love that. Like same with Little Mermaid and uh, Snow White and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Those are good. Yeah, and then Pinocchio, which is a really really good one. Uh, so it would go Monsters Inc. and then I would go um, California Screaming, Haunted Mansion, Space Mountain, Guardians, which is now the Incredicoaster, by the way. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. no. no. Credit coaster. Forbid, someone fucking comes after us because we called it California. Screaming. Okay, give your top five, or we're gonna give our top five worst Disneyland. Oh, jeez. Okay, so and this is in no particular order, by the way, because I, I oh, can't... mine was no in no okay, particular okay. order either. So depends on the day. Like I'll, I'll flip flop. So Indiana Jones, I love 
Indiana Jones. Frick. I, I totally I, forgot it, about Indiana Jones. It's so funny because the running joke between us is I am not looking forward to Indiana Jones 5. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why joke. I base off your Indiana Jones jokes off of. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> that said, when you, it's got the most enjoyable line, even I though it's swallowed an ice cube hole and that was really uncomfortable. Sorry. That's okay. Keep going. Uh, you're right there. Um, Indiana Jones has the most enjoyable ride. There's little Easter egg things you can look for and do in the ride where you can shake the pole and the thing starts to come down. And Well, you know. I, th- I would say that they have probably one of the, f- the more fun lines. Yes, for sure. Um, Next to Guardians, the, of course. And the ride vehicle itself is fun. You don't know what you're doing, where you're going. It's very movie style. Um, second for me is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I love the feeling of being in gravity, and I thought that was so unique. Which when is they... weird because I have a fear of heights, but Guardians is one of my. It's like that thrill, you yeah. Know? You and what what I liked is Tower of Terror. It would go up, down, up, down. Well, with Guardians, since you're in space, it's like gravity's. You don't. You don't. Well, it's a different like mechanism. Yeah. So yeah. so Guardians would be two, three would be. Um, Probably Haunted Mansion. I love Haunted Mansion. I have, a, I have a blast you, on it. Yeah, you can't... It's, like, even Nightmare Before Christmas. The special effects were are still so good, and they were created... You know why we this, like it more now? Because we met Gardner Hall. Yeah, that, that <laughs> made it, it. The whole Pepper's Ghost uh, special effects, I, I really like that. Um, number four would... I haven't ridden the new one since they did the overlay recently, but it but it was Snow White. I love this Snow White. Well, it's one of the scarier rides next to Mr. Toad. Yeah, but they did change it up where it's not as scary. But oh, still, that's bullcrap. Well, there's still parts where it is scary. Um, they just added a lot of new special effects. And Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is probably one of the more freakier ones because you go to hell. Yeah. And then another one is uh, you go to the Heffalump. In Winnie the Pooh. Just drop acid and go. Uh, (laughs) Uh, And then my fifth one, probably Big Thunder Mountain. I love the idea of being on a runaway train. You know what's funny is that we have never mentioned anything from the Cars ride. Anything in Cars Land. The Cars ride would be so good, but it can't... A ride that's two hours long does not deserve to be in my top. Gardner Holt worked on that too, right? He worked on the whole thing. Wow. So amazing. Okay, so worst rides. Okay, definitely Goofy Sky School. Yes, one hundred percent. I will add that um, to my list too. Another bad one is um, I'm trying to walk my way through the park. Matterhorn. I hate Ma- oh, Matterhorn. Matterhorn. Um, uh, the submarine ride. I do not. like. Oh, Finding Nemo. Yeah. I do not like being claustrophobic. I think the submarine rides one of the worst rides. Autopia would be on my list. I don't. I like, like Autopia. It's I like a chill ride. Ah, see, here's my issue with Autopia. First, and I made this joke many times. You get your little driver's license. It's so cool. I don't even know if they do that anymore. Oh, that's bullcrap. Um, you sit, you sit in traffic to get into Disneyland. Then you gotta sit in parking traffic to park, only to go to Autopia to sit in traffic. Kids bump you. You're stuck to a guardrail. Oh, you get those dick kids. The cars will run out of gas. The cars will stall if you don't. If you take your foot off the gas for a certain amount of time, they stall. So someone's got to run and push the button. I'm just like, really? Okay. This is just not. Well, from a maintenance point of view, I I get where you're coming from. It's just one of the worst rides for me. And then uh, what I give three. Um, Another bad ride is trying to think. Um, uh, the uh, the blimpy. The blimp thing, California Adventure. It's like that. Oh, big, the like, Zephyr, cool. the silver yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of boring. Well, also, it's based off of one of the most tragic incidents in U.S. history. Yeah, yeah, it's a 
Well, what are you going to do, I guess? Yeah. Um, and then the last one is probably... You know what's funny is you didn't mention Peter Pan at all. And that's a fun ride. It's just not my in my like my favorites of the dark ride. I like the idea of being like hung, you know, like the, the, yeah, the mechanism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, call her up. This show's over. Executive producer. Cut the camera. <laughs> Executive producer. Thank you, you guys. Know out. I'm Skyler. This is Derek. We'll see you in the castle. Okay. okay. Anyway. Oh boy. Um <sighs> I was just gonna say the carousel. <laughs> But what's funny is like I I've never been to Star Galaxy's Edge, so I don't. You know can't those put those rides. rides. The, oh, the Millennium yeah. I Rise of the Resistance and Millennium Falcon are two great rides. Maybe one of them's very top tier. The other one's like I'm trying to think of more rides of California Adventure because um, I like Monsters Inc. And then you walk around. Then there's Guardians. Oh, Bugs Land. Oh well, that's closed now. F all the Bugs Land rides. Well, well thank God it's closed now, uh-huh. and we're getting Marvel. But bugs. The, I will defend. Sucks. I will defend the ladybug. Ladybug. The ladybug teacup style, right? Those things spun super fast. Oh, you know what I did like was the bumper cars. Those we actually bugs. liked Bugs Land. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny when Ant Man came out, they put the Ant Man suit in like that that theater where you go to the four D. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thing, I thought that was pretty cool. It was a nice little nod. We anyway, actually, we actually we, liked we got off a, we got off on a tangent. Um, something quick: the Jungle Cruise to reopen summer two thousand twenty one, only because it was not open when the park. It's not open right now. Uh, it's it's along the lines of uh, Matterhorn and yeah. Um, what else? What else didn't open? We talked about it. Uh, Jungle Cruise, Matterhorn, and. Uh... Was something oh. else? Yeah, it was something else. We did a we did a joke on it. Yeah, Grizzly River Run. Ah, Grizzly River Run. Thanks, Dom. I appreciate you taking the initiative on trying to find it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a man, a myth, and a legend. Okay, so here's some Hulu news written by our boy Dempsey. Uh, this new series titled Olga Dies Dreaming is ordered at Hulu. Um, it's produced by Alfonso Gomez Rajon Rajon. Rahon? Uh he Dom? did meet Earl and the Dying Girl. It's R E J O N, Dom. Is it Rahon? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh anyway, uh this series will follow, follow a pair of siblings from New York as they attempt to reconcile with their estranged mother in days prior to Hurricane Maria. Dear Lord. Oof. Uh casting's underway. Uh that's pretty much it. I don't know. I'm just... It's not super famous IP, yeah. so it's not like, oh, we can't wait for Olga something. That's, I already forgot it. And I that's just a it, so. uh, no bueno from me, boss. Encanto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Disneyland is open. Yeah, sure. It is open. Yeah, if you guys have you. been looking on our social medias, Sean uh, Nyberg is there. He's been reporting on he's uh, social media. He's been here, down here. He's from Seattle, and we have not hung out with him yet. Yeah, um... Have to hit Are him we up. supposed to go like to dinner or something? Yeah, pretty soon. He's he's here for a few weeks. I, yeah, well, so, because of his dad, uh, um, but we won't get into that. Uh, casting announced for Disney's Beauty and the Beast UK tour. Do this, you want to talk about that? This was cool. I I really had no idea where this came from um, at first uh, until I saw Jordan Simmons wrote it, and he's been covering a lot of the European. Uh, well, our boys Disney from stuff. the UK, so yeah, so I have to pay him a visit next year. Yeah. Grab some drinks. Huh, Jordan? 
I know you're subscribed to this podcast. We've got to grab drinks when I'm in London. Yeah, so Beauty and the Beast uh, toured, you know, very um, multiracial cast, which is awesome. I really like the cast. Um, you know, you got Courtney Stapleton from Six the Musical, Emmanuel Kojo I don't know from any Scottsboro. I don't know any of these people. I wonder if that's the same Kojo from uh, Britain's Got Talent. Anyways. Kojo or Kujo? Kojo. Kujo? Co- Shut up. Uh, the devil dog. Uh, stop it. Uh, Gavin Lee, he was in Mary Poppins, the musical, and SpongeBob SquarePants, the musical. Oh, wait, who's that guy? I don't know. Is this Him? Yeah. Oh, he played Squidward. Oh. <laughs> don't ask me why I know that. Yeah, he's Lumaire. <laughs> Tom Sr. from School of Rock, the South Korean tour, is uh, Gaston. You know, a lot of other, uh, you know. Famous theater. Yeah, theater people. They're. they're they added like twenty people. The big thing was Dame uh, Angela Lansbury will once her once again lend her voice, um, but in this case, oh, it's cool. for a prologue for the Broadway show, which is really nice. nice. I'd like to go to a Broadway show. Never had the chance, but thank you, Jordan, for tackling Broadway and the European side for us. Yes. It's awesome. Uh, jumping into Marvel, we have some more Secret Invasion. Man, the Secret Invasion is loving the UK cast members right now. Yes. Not only did we get my bae, Amelia Clark, yes, Olivia Coleman. Now we're getting Killian Scott, who's best known for uh, the the thriller The Commuter, starring Liam Neeson. Um, he was also in shows called Damnation and Dublin Murders. That sounds nuts. Uh, he's an Irish actor. Uh, he'll be joining Samuel Jackson, obviously, and Ben Mendelsohn, uh, who are reprising as Nick Fury and Talos. Uh, we don't have any word on who Olivia Coleman, Amelia Clark, or Kingsley Ben Ader is. Adir? Ader. God. Yeah, close. Ah, dyslexia. Um, yeah, that's about as far as that. Um, there's not really any uh, news about like the plot points or anything, but we could we we could imagine like a uh, uh, this will open up. A lot of like the missing parts of the MCU because I mean yeah. you get the after credit scene in Far From Home where Nick Fury has been up in that spaceship and Talos has been taking on the role of Nick, Nick Fury. Fury. We don't know yeah. how long he's been like Nick Fury because they meet Talos in the nineties and we still have what? all those movies. What if Iron Talos, Man and all that? What if Talos was Nick Fury since Iron Man? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm like, that'd be oh, that'd be wild. But the only reason why I say that is because Nick Fury looks the exact same on the ship. I mean, so maybe he was there not in Endgame. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe he's just chilling while Thanos just wiped out half the population. Oh, anyway. I mean, it's possible. Here, get the next one. It's Camry. Uh, yeah, so it's Cameron. Uh, Dunn? You got something for us, my Man, friend? Uh, <laughs> we gotta get you a mic, Dom, so you can talk. What if Nick Fury was actually snapped? That was Talos that got snapped. <laughs> oh See, my I like that. Yeah, yeah, that would uh, be crazy. Cameron Manheim uh, from the Practice. Oh, this is one of your favorite shows, right oh, now. Oh my goodness, yeah. Cameron Manheim from the Practice is uh, joining uh, Big Shot on Disney Plus. I believe she's actually in the newest episode that debuted uh, yesterday. We're well, we're a week Saturday. behind on on news right now. Yeah, so. At this point, she's uh, appearing in the show. She's playing John Stamos' rival. Uh, obviously, this is the show about a temperamental college basketball coach played by John Stamos. And he goes from co- uh, coaching a Division One college basketball team to an all-girls school. And, uh, you know, it's just a really good show. John Stamos is so good in the role. 
Yvette Nicole Brown from I love Drake, Yvette and jo- Nicole yeah, Brown. Drake and Josh, Lady and the Tramp, which you like. Um, Avengers Endgame. I like how you say that I like. It's not you like it. No. Um, <laughs> but she's in it. She's really good. And I, I highly recommend you guys check out Big Shot streaming on Disney Plus right now. Um, Manheim's playing Coach McCarthy, Coach Corn's rival, who will make her debut in this upcoming episode, which is, again, already out now. Nice, nice. Um, also joining the cast is, uh, 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 what's his name? And I already lost his name because, uh, my thing just refreshed. Oh, uh, Daisha Graff from The High Note and da- Dale Willoughby <clears throat> from There's Someone Inside Your House. Uh, nice. Yeah. Willoughby will portray Lucas, Louise's brother. So Louise is the the star basketball player on the mm-hmm. team, and Graf will play Angel Destiny's tough, free spirited aunt. And Destiny is uh, Mouse. She's one of the like the shy basketball players on basketball. The team. Yeah, basketball. Uh, I'm, it's a really good show. Watch it. I recommend it. It's awesome. Okay, uh, hop it back into Marvel. We got our first look at Iman. Uh, Villani as Miss Marvel. And dude, her costume looks so commie accurate. Commie? Oops. Wow. Oops. Uh, uh, comic book accurate. Um, yeah, we yeah, don't it's, know. It's, it's, really it's, it's it, it seems like she's facing down somebody because you have the police do not cross, uh, barriers behind her. There was another image that ended up coming out like a day later and it had Cameron, uh, and he looked like he was ready to fight too. Right. Yeah, but she looks great as Miss yeah, Marvel, it, and then we're going to see her in. Uh, well, we'll get to that. New, well, new announcements were were made. Yeah. So, so far these these new costumes for Phase Four have been unbelievably good from the looks of it. Oh, so good. You know, Miss Marvels, Kate Bishops, um, Echoes, uh, Sam Wilson's Captain America, the the new. Uh, ooh, ooh, you almost uh, cussed. No, look at me, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> Literally Sorry. just said it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh, Wanda's Scarlet Witch outfit. Yeah, it's, Phase Four has become a. Let's make this as comic accurate and with the costumes. Well, as that's possible. always been kind of Marvel's like. Yeah, niche. but it's getting much better. Yeah. it's crazy how good it's getting. Um, we have a first look at the Marvel. Uh, themed Adventures Campus coming to Disneyland Resort, we which are... is in Florida. Yeah, or no, here. Yeah, here. Oh, um, Nito opens up next month. I am so excited. Oh, Just right. based that's on right. everything right. Sean's been telling me, um, Disney, you know, is it still like short. a part of our pixie dust around it? Uh, yeah, well, it's opening in in a month, but I I have now made the decision that I will buy a ticket to just to DCA to experience Adventures Campus. Well, that means I'm going with you. Yep. Um, do you want to talk about the Disney Cruise Line, or is that something? That um, can... Yeah, I mean, uh, you oh, know, we can wish. touch on it. You know, oh, this is my new rider, yeah. Max. Yeah, welcome to the team, Max. Yeah, um, I don't think you're a subscriber to the show, but still, um, Max, one of our new writers, wrote up about the new Disney Cruise Line wish, and it just looks amazing. It, all the Disney Cruise Lines are top notch, and. You know what we need to do is we need to restart our Slack, and every time this podcast comes out, we need to send it in our Slack. Yeah, we do need to start Slack up. Um, there was a production update on the. This was our scoop, by the way, Josh's scoop. Uh, production Why is there an exclusive on it? 
Well, not this one. It, oh. We scooped it originally. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, there was a production update for uh, Disney Channel's Under Wraps remake. So you got a first look at the logo. Um, they are filming still. You get a first look at the mummy um, and the cast. So it looks... It, I mean, it's Disney Channel. You get what you get. But it Tom does Cruise look... Tom mummy? Nice. Yeah, Brendan <laughs> Fraser. Um, it looks good for a Disney Channel show. Again, we're not... We report on Disney Channel, but we don't necessarily watch Disney Channel. Right. Um, my son loves Disney Channel. Oh, um, yeah. He's five. Yeah, so... I'll end up, I'm sure I'm going to end up watching this, but it, it, it does look good if you're a fan of the original Under Wraps that came out, you know, over 25 years ago. So nice. There you go. Uh, here's something I don't give a crap about American Idol Disney Night song list, Walt Disney World Inspiration, Secret Mentor, and more. That already came. They already did that. And um, again, we're, we're far behind because we, we, after the interview, we recorded because we didn't record the following right. a few days later. So um, you can check that out if you need to. This was huge. huge. Huge news. Huge. So we had our first look at the Eternals, which looks awesome. Yeah, it's such um, a really quick before you go on. The stamp that Chloe Zhao has on Eternals is mind-blowing. Like it yeah. doesn't look – at first it didn't look like a Marvel movie. At all? Well, no, we, we didn't see them in their. Well, if we did briefly, see them in their in their, uh, in their suits, it was very like yeah, far away. It was crazy. Um, but I'm rewatching Game of Thrones right now, Game of Thrones right now, and I'm about to go to the Red Wedding. So it's nice to see Richard Madden front and center. Oh, again, nice. uh, and I cannot wait to see what Kit Harrington looks like because um, I was actually listening to Post Cred, and um, they said that. Cersei, which is played by Gemma Chan, and the Black Knight, which is played by uh, Kit Harrington, that it's going to be probably the core, uh, kind of like the love story in Eternals. Yeah. Oh, for so, sure, that's cool. We also got some new title reveals, so they changed yes. up some titles. So it's we're not getting Black Panther two, we're getting Black Panther, Black Panther, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Black Panther, Wakanda whoa. forever. Yeah. Which is which is? Am cool. I allowed to do that? No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Thank God he cut away after that, huh? <laughs> um, we got a new title for Captain Marvel two, the Miss Marvel, the Marvels, which is cool because you get a little bit of everything. The S on the end of Marvels is Miss Marvel. Marvel. The little star is Spectrum, yep. which is uh, Monica Rambo. Then obviously you have the Carol Danvers. Uh, font. Yeah, that's cool. And I have to imagine Blue Marvel will make his debut. Yes, he has to. The here's uh, officially announced release date. So Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is July eighth, two thousand twenty two. Uh, we have the Marvels, which is November eleventh, two thousand twenty two, and then we got a, an official release date for Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Volume Three. Yeah, May fifth, twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. So we're and we got one for Ant-Man and the Wasp, but you didn't put it in here. You just said uh, it's new twenty twenty three release date. So yeah. cool. Um, oh well. Yeah. So that's really cool. Uh, no word on uh, <sighs> Secret Evasion. No word on. Um, Moon Knight, no word on She-Hulk yet, no word on um, Captain America 4. Yeah, there's um, some problems. All this stuff is still... Uh, Fantastic 4, too. Yeah, we I have mean, no they, they showed the logo off, but they well, were... Oh, yeah, but I mean, again, that was just a tease and just kind of like a F you. Okay, like, hey, it's still in the works, but... My, uh, my initial thoughts are... We will get Fantastic Four news at San Diego Comic-Con. Producer, what's the, what's the release date? 
February 17th, 2023. February 17th, 2023. For cool. Ant-Man. Nice. For Ant-Man and the Wasp Cool. Cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, okay. Uh, Skylar, get the next one. Okay, so this is going to be for... Let's talk about... Uh, well, there was... Well, let's start with Celebration. I mean, if you went on Disney Plus, they were announcing all sorts of stuff for Disney. Not not huge, uh, but you know, there's a bunch of like ASMR videos for Star Wars. I don't know if you saw that. It's oh yes, Star Wars I, Biodome. I watched all of it. it there's looks really um, nice. I haven't seen the Biodome it. is awesome. You go to um, first, you go to Hoth, and then you go to um, Tatooine. Yeah, and then you go to Mustafar. Oh, which is dope, and then you go to that uh, that planet in the Last Jedi where it's like white sand, but if you step on the ground, it's red sand. Oh, uh, I can't oh, remember what that planet Jedi. is called. Uh, that is crate, crate, and then you go to um, that little village in the Mandalorian where the uh, the ATAT the at at comes in, and that's where we first meet Cara Dune. Oh, yeah, gross. And you get that one, which oh. is super cool. Um, so it's really a, cool to just leave it on if you're like at a, like a, a function or something, and then it just replays. Oh, nice! Yeah, and then they have the vehicle walkthroughs, which you walk through um, the Millennium Falcon, which is super cool, and then you walk through the uh, a Star Destroyer. Nice, which is super cool. They also have a uh, Simpsons Star Wars short. Yes, I saw that. Um, I didn't watch it. Yeah, they you know they showed off the the real lightsaber that kind of just comes out. Did you see that? That video of the little lightsaber that just comes out? Yes, of yes, I did. That was cool. We're gonna get to that soon. Yeah, that was kind of teased throughout, uh, you know, the last couple weeks. So yeah, uh, the next one, Thomas McKenzie, um, last seen in Jojo Rabbit, joins Olivia Wilde's next project. That is Search he the Light. main kid, or he's is he the kid that's playing in Home Alone? No, that no, no, no. Oh, Thomas. the the chip. Yes. Ah, got you. Um, and I believe it is Thomason McKenzie and uh, Dempsey spelled. She played Thomason the the the, uh, awesome. the Jewish girl. Yeah, she's playing. She's playing legendary uh, Olympic gymnast Carrie Shrug. If you don't know who Carrie Shrug is, she was in the uh, the Olympics in the eighties, and she performed that you know that move. I don't know what it's called. Forgive me. And she Double hurt her five sixty. Yeah, she the, hurt her flip. She hurt her. She hurt her leg really yeah. bad and was able to land the, the move. It was. It, there's a famous image of her being carried by her coach. And, oh wow! Yeah, and she's playing the. the yeah, chick- she's okay. playing her. Um, but it's an Olivia Wilde project. It's at Searchlight. Olivia Wilde's awesome. Nice. Um, here's just a little fluff piece. Um, Kevin Feige re- uh, revealed how Doctor Strange was going to appear in WandaVision. Good on Charles Murphy for scooping that. Uh, it's sad that we didn't get to see it. Um, speaking to Rolling Stone, uh, he said that his appearance would have taken away from Scarlet Witch's story, which I would have I, – I, I agree with that. Uh, however, the commercials in the, sh- uh, the series were Doctor Strange's way of trying to communicate directly to Wanda. Interesting. So not only did we not really get the reason behind these really weird commercials, it was Doctor Strange all along. So that kind of ties into like, okay, this plot point is like this plot hole is like solved now. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I don't love those comments, but I like them. Yeah, here's a quote from Rolling Stone. Some people might say, "Oh, it would have been so cool to see Doctor Strange," but it would have taken away from Wanda. We didn't want to end the show to be uh, commoditized to go to the next uh, movie. Here's the white guy. Let me show you how his powers work. 
that was a stretch. <laughs> nah, big time. Yeah. Anyway. Um, let's gloss over some other news really quick. We, Disney we catalog yeah. program. Yeah, the, the Disney College program is returning in June to Walt Disney World. So if, you know, if you're a DCP member or plan on doing it, it's coming back. Uh, which is good news. There is a review for The Bad Batch by Jordan Simmons. Oh, I want to talk about The Bad Batch um, a little bit. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so The Bad Batch, um, it's funny because I had no interest in it because uh, Brandon Katz, our buddy Brandon Katz over The Observer, I was listening to their podcast yesterday and he hit the nail on the head. Like any time a Clone Wars episode or a Rebels episode focused on just the Stormtroopers, they were probably one of the most weakest episodes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, because they're interesting, but, I mean, you also have Jedi, and you kind of want to rather watch the Jedi. But he convinced me that the Jedi do appear, and we get a lot of cool nods. Um, it comes right after Order 66. Uh, the Bad Batch gets taken to Kamino, and then you have, um, from Episode 3, the Emperor's whole monologue when he's in the Senate. And he's like, I am the Senate, and stuff like that, yeah. when he's already disfigured. They ripped that audio straight from the movie oh interesting yeah and that i did yeah so uh it wasn't an actor it was actually ian mcdermott wow oh, no ian mcdermott is that his name mm-hmm. oh i'm thinking of ian uh who am i thinking of mckellen no uh Go son ahead. of a son of an ass uh it's he, it's clockwork orange oh you th- no that's um it's a total Malcolm different. McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. Okay. So, yeah. So, Ian McDermott, uh, he's unaccredited, obviously, because they just ripped it. Um, and then the Bad Batch, the reason why the, their chip inhibitors don't work is because they're, they're experiments. Ah. Uh. And then we meet um, uh, a little girl named um, uh, Omega. Thank you. Thank you, producer. Uh, thank you, producer Dom. <laughs> uh, we actually figure out that she's part of the five because we all know that Echo uh, was a was a reg, is what they're what they're calling him. He was just a normal clone. Um, so she is looking to probably, and this isn't a spoiler, Dom. This is what I'm getting off of the first. You saw the first episode, right? Yeah. Okay. Should we make recap videos? Maybe next week. I, I was I was going to do that this week, but I didn't watch episode two last night. Anyway, um, so we think that her special power. So you have uh, you have a guy that's really like over sensitive. So like his smell, his taste, his hearing is all amplified. Then you have a guy that's strictly focused on strength. Then you have a guy that's really focused in on accuracy. A really a guy that's really into like super super smart. Then you have Echo. And then you have Omega, who is actually a part of this enhanced clone operation. And we think that she's uh, Force-sensitive. Hmm. Interesting. So that could be coming in. So, wow. um, But anyway, Bad Batch is awesome. It's not just about uh, uh, just the clones. Uh, it takes You get a whole Revenge of the Sith aftermath with this stuff. And uh, there's a lot of nods uh, in the beginning, too. If you yeah. guys have watched Rebels, yeah. So. If you need a, cool. a if you need a place to see a review, go check out Jordan Simmons' review on the website. Yep. Some other things we're going to gloss over: Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser launches in 2022. That was with the uh, the reveal of that real lightsaber 
Take it as you will. You're not going to cut through anything. That's obvious. Let's stop with the dumb, uh, dumb comments on that. Uh, David and Jessica... People were really saying that? Yes. Oh, that's embarrassing. It's super embarrassing. Uh, David and Jessica Oyeleo... Oyeleo? You, you, you know who the actor is. He and his wife have started a uh, production company, Yuba Saxon, or Yoruba Saxon. Mm-hmm. And they signed an overall deal with Disney to prov- uh, produce Disney Plus and live action film content. Nice. Uh, some stuff on Disney Plus hot stars out there. I want to talk about this next um, one after you talk about this. Oh boy, go ahead and talk about this one. Okay, so this is Dempsey's fault for making the photo. Super like, I liked it. I thought I thought it was funny, but people were okay. So Searchlight's Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie finds its stars, and when I say Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie, I'm not talking about a whole biopic, kind of like a Barbie movie or the Minecraft movie about Chester Cheeto. Yeah, that's not it. It's literally about about the guy who who invented Flamin' Hot Cheetos. He was um, Hispanic guy. Yeah, Hispanic guy. And uh, let's see here. It's uh, Cheetos were already a thing, and basically oh yeah. all he did was create the powder for Flamin' Hot. That's why the movie's called Flamin' Hot. Yeah, it's so wild. So me. it's a biopic. It's not. He did click it's not he, about Cheetos. He, it's not about Chester Cheeto. I will say this. I can't believe I had to explain that to people. Dempsey did write it. Search lights Flamin' Hot, and then said Cheetos movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. It's flaming hot, but you can say Cheetos. It's fine. The image he used of the new oh, it's perfect pictures with the yeah. flaming hot, like the bag was. Everybody's awesome. like, "Oh, why is this movie being made? Oh, they're running ideas." I'm like, "Guys, it's a biopic. It's like the it's, founder. It's yeah, the guy that's. It's not about freaking Ronald McDonald. It's about the guy yeah. who founded McDonald's. This is the guy who founded the powder for hot Cheetos." Uh, anyway, yeah, so you want to talk about Cruella? Uh, there's some new posters that are out for Cruella. Now that since we've been recording, there are also even more character posters. So you have two different sets of uh, character posters nice. that feature Emma Stone as Cruella, Emma Thompson as the Baroness, uh, Kirby Hal Baptiste as Anita, uh, Paul Walter Hauser as Jasper, or Horace Joel Fry as Jasper. And, uh, yeah, go check them out on the website. Nice. Um, this one was pretty cool because this news came hot off of um, the news about this the, that uh, WB is looking for a uh, black Superman and looking for black directors to tackle it. And well, then they – well, there's a nice little Marvel tidbit snuck into that article. Blade gets a new start date. Uh, it's actually filming in the summer of 2022. We may be looking at a 2024 release or a late 2023 release. Uh, no director yet. The only thing we have is a writer, and it is being written by. Did I not? Did I write this one? Oh, no, no, Dempsey got this one. Um, I don't see the writer, but there is a writer attached, and um, there. Uh, and then we have Mahershala Ali. Yeah. So what's really nice is in that same. Uh, in that. Don brought it up. Uh, oh yeah, uh, in that same piece, Stacy Osei Kufo. Oh, she did uh, yes. the Watchmen. Yeah, she did the Watchmen. Awesome. What's okay, really cool. nice in this piece is even though there are, is no uh, directors attached to Blade, there is uh, a short list of directors, uh, which include Barry Jenkins, who did Moonlight, and he's, he's doing... also in the talks for the Black Superman movie too. Yeah, that's that's why it's thrown in there. That was oh, the article. Oh, was. oh, That's well, what the yeah, I know. I thought you were talking about he's also being looked at for Blade. That's what I am saying. That's okay. why I, I got confused. Sorry. That's Sorry. why I Keep said going. That's, all right. Sorry. That's why I said 
That it was snuck into gotcha. that same article. Okay, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. no worries. So he's also doing the Lion King sequel, prequel, whatever you want to call it, the the Godfather two of Lion King movies. Yeah, so weird, by the way. Oh boy, uh, Regina we'll King. We'll get a Robert Downey Jr. or a Robert uh, De Niro as Mufasa. Hey, <laughs> gotta do it like this. Wait, am I funny? These shoes. How am I funny? These shoes. Um, am I funny? We're horrible at this, by the way. Wait, no, funny how? Like funny like a clown? <laughs> uh, Regina King, who's hot off One Night in Miami. Ooh, that movie looks um, so good, and it just came out on Amazon. It is good. I have finally seen it. Oh. Um, J.D. Dillard, who did one of the very small, very simple action movies called Slight, and he's writing a Star Wars movie. Um, and then Shaka King, who directed uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. So those are the that's nice. the short list of directors for Blade as well. So you know what I just watched, and uh, me and my wife have been watching a lot of the Oscar movies that were nominated. Nomadland. Uh, I could see the appeal. Boring as hell. Boring. But I did watch um, May uh, May Ram- Ray Randy's Black Bottom. May Rainey's Black Bottom. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah, that movie is so good. And fucking Chadwick Boseman should have won over that, dude. I'm not saying I, because they marketed him like he was going to win. I'm telling you, that was a great performance. I will say this. I do think... Have you seen it? I, I didn't see that, but I oh, did so I good. did see Anthony Hopkins, the father, which is wild. Well, I keep seeing that scene where he like breaks down and starts like hyperventilating. Oh, no, it's not only that, but he's like talking to his daughter, who's played by Olivia Coleman, mm-hmm. and he's going through Alzheimer's. So he she he oh, forgets that's how you know. And this isn't a spoiler, by the way; it's in the trailers. But he forgets like halfway through who she is, and the actress. Oh, that's so sad. The, the actress he's talking to changes, so his daughter changes. Oh, that's nuts! Yeah, yeah his daughter's played by different actresses. Oh, that's okay. That's a really good idea. Yeah, so you're playing through the perspective of him, and you're oh, going that's through cool. Alzheimer's. Okay, that's oh, cool. It's so sad. Um, we have an interview with Jason Aaron, who is the uh, writer behind what's inspiring Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote that was actually uh, when I got back into comics. I think it was around 2015, 2016 era. No, 2014. Uh, that was one of the first Thor titles I picked up. It was called Thor and the God Butcher. Oh, and look what's coming out. Yeah, and then um, and then obviously it ties into Jane Foster getting the role, uh, um, passing the Mjolnir. If you want to, oh, if you want to go there, um, super super good. I'm really bad that I sold all my copies because the first one is now worth over a hundred dollars, and I bought it for three bucks. So that's cool. Um, Always is. Yeah, he he talks Thor: Love and Thunder. He was actually consulted a little bit on the movie about you know. How the God Butcher does, and then you get into uh, Russell Wilson, who plays Zeus. Going to have a run-in with the God Butcher. He only filmed for three days, so he's going to have a nice death. Yeah, of course. Um, great job by Dempsey booking this interview and getting it on the website. Yes, so yes. Good job, Dempsey. Um, Talk about this one. Marvel Studios made the most obvious announcement. I saw this coming yeah, a they don't mile want to compete away. against Black Widow. Yeah, uh, Marvel Studios is debuting uh, Loki a couple days early. Uh, cool. June 9th, which is awesome. I mean, we're going to get some content before Black Widow. Yeah. Um, you, obviously, you don't like want to play a series you. with the movie. Yeah, like I was telling you, it's like we're we're offsetting. 
So we have new content every single time. So we start out with WandaVision, then we jump straight into Falcon and West Soldier. Now we have the Bad Batch, and then the Bad Batch will lead right into Loki, because the Bad Batch has 16 confirmed episodes. Oh, interesting. And then you go into Black Widow, and then you have Marvel's What If in August, and And then it just keeps stacking. Yeah, Eternals. God, it's such a good time to be a freaking nerd. I I am interested in this series. They did release a new little, uh, uh, not really a trailer, but a new teaser for the show. I have no interest in that teaser at all, even though I'm... I, I want, I, I'm going to watch the show. I'm curious about the show. Yeah. I just think it takes I'm place just, over different timelines. I'm just not feeling some of it. There's just some parts where it's I'm when like, when you saw Owen Wilson, huh? I like Owen Wilson. I, I want him to be What good if they crash it. a wedding together? That'd be so nice. <laughs> wow. Ka-chow. <laughs> okay, this he, next... He sto- plays Lightning McQueen this whole <clears> time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this next story Psych. actually revolves around one of our rumors of the week. The Glenn Close... Wanting to come back to play Cruella. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. That's spoiler a, alert again. Yeah, um, I, I feel like Just some. About it. I feel like someone was listening to our show and tweeted it out there, and Disney saw it, and all of a sudden this came out. It's it always happens. I, I had mentioned it to you know what's uh, funny? Josh the other day. We dropped the disenchanted stuff. And yeah, then two yeah. days later, Maya Rudolph signed. You know what's funny is that you have a lot of people going to Daniel's Patreon. Daniel RPK, who's a good friend of ours. Um, you have a lot of people going to his Twitter page or his Patreon page and grabbing like full circle all day does that. Yeah. Um, which reminds me, I didn't get that Monica Rambeau in uh doctor strange story up. Um, or did I? No. Okay. That's okay. My dad. Um, but then you have, uh, our rumors of the week, which have a lot of come true. Not no diss to Daniel. He, a lot of his stuff is oh, pretty, sure. pretty truthful, but, um, I don't know. This gives me hope for what you were saying about an after credit scene. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We are getting Glenn Close as Cruella. For Cruella. Yeah. In the Emma Stone Cruella in a post credit scene. Yes. Oh, okay. Here's something I want to talk about because I'm literally shooting segments on it. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order 2. This comes from a rumor from Game Reactor. Uh, reveals that Respawn Entertainment, who does, who works with Lucasfilm on Jedi Fallen Order 2, mm-hmm. um, is hoping for a 2023 release. Uh, no word, but it may be a holiday release by its predecessor. I got that off of comicbook.com. Um, and yeah, we don't know the story details. We don't know anything. They have so many games in development, including that open world one that you were talking oh, yeah, about. That's right. Uh, we're getting Battlefront 3, obviously. Um, but yeah, if you guys haven't checked it out, I have three episodes, uh, of, Jedi Fallen Order with the fourth one that I messed up on last night so hopefully I can go back to my save or I'm going to have to recap you guys and just keep moving on so whatever uh, and then I'm going to put out a ladder. poll for uh, the next game I should play so look out for that because we probably have about four or five more episodes before we finish the game and that's at the most next on the docket Skylar tell me what you got going on oh do you want me to talk about this yes okay Yes, uh, please I, do. I asked Skyler to get this up because uh, as much as he hates it, he uh, he needs to write about it. As much as he sends me Hulu stuff, which he knows now that I am going to like leave it off for the day. You're like, hey, can you get this up? I'm like, oh, yeah, I, sure. I don't send you things that you're not interested in. Like Sometimes. Like what? What was the last thing I sent you that you weren't interested in? It wasn't that Hillary. It's not. You don't lie. No, about I love How I Met Your Mother. And so I, of course I'm gonna get that it's stuff. Always, up. it's always Marvel stuff. I never send you like 
you know, Thomas and McKenzie signed on to Olivia Wilde's next search. Oh, line, which is big news. Yeah, but I don't give a crap about that. Okay, you're right. You used to. How about that before we got writers was, that are actually doing it? It was only you and me writing. I needed help. Well, that's duh. different. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Anyways. It is different. The joke is, I don't care about this movie, and I do not care who's cast in it. Well, Sorry. Matt Mickelson got a hold of uh, I do like Matt Mickelson. Um... He's just really excited. This comes from, like I said, Collider. I'm very, very excited about it. I rewatched Raiders of the Lost Ark the other day. It is so well done and so charming and such great storytelling. So yes, it's a great honor to be a part of that franchise that I grew up with. I'm a look. I'm in a lucky position where they let me read the script before. And yes, everything I wished to be. It was everything I wished it to be. So that was great. And then um, he talks a little bit about working with Harrison Ford. Um, and uh, the mystery role he has. So he says, I do think I'm invited in to create a character. I think everybody wants that. That's why they picked certain actors that they think they, uh, that they can they think can come up with certain things. It will be a collaboration as it always is. Interesting enough, again, a little like writers, writers of, the, of justice. Writers of justice? Sounds like a freaking DC team. Uh, a horrible one, I think. There is kind of a genre mix in Indiana Jones, always. There is something that is a little larger than life, almost back to the 30s with a Peter Lore kind of feel. And then uh, then you have Indiana Jones, who is kind of a straight man. Nice. Um, he does produce a lot of funny and interesting things, but there are a lot of different character genres in some of those films. So sounds like Matt Milkison is super stoked about it. Skylar didn't do the SEO for this, so that's cool. Uh, nope. And, uh, yeah, so here's some big news. Talk about it. Ah, here you go, Little Mermaid fans. This one's all for you. Um, all for you. Wow. Anyway, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, so now that The Little Mermaid is shifting production from London to Italy in the island of Sardinia, which is the second largest island in Sardinia, um, we have seen some new set basically set concept which gives us an idea of what we can expect from the little mermaids some of their shots uh in this case the set is located in an extremely delicate area from an environmental point of view and is usually frequented by many wild animals the productions they're going to use some set tricks uh for filming which include covering a walled window for weight fake wooden shutters uh, replace an iron gate with a wooden one. Remove some artifacts with subsequent relocation nice. ad plans. Uh, animals will participate in the production, live action production. Uh, two cats, a donkey, three chickens, and probably more. Um, you know, from what I heard, unless you're getting a drone out there, that's the only way you're getting set photos is with drones because it's a secluded set. Yeah. Um, but it sense. is outdoors, so it is possible we do get something. Uh, so keep your eyes out. Hopefully we get set photos. Um, I can announce this here. Derek knows we've reached out to some... Uh, photographers? Yeah, photographers to try and get those set photos. Well, now since Dom is trying to get a drone, so we'll, we'll, we'll take him. We'll fly him out there, yeah, we'll, and then he can, you know... We'll get you a hotel yeah. state, Dom. We'll, uh, we'll fly yeah, it's out all, to Sardinia. It's all inclusive, Dom. You get, you get food, drinks. We'll, we'll give you some, uh, some per diem. <laughs> and then we'll you, give you the uh, Diz Insider credit card. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And just go take a couple of uh, drum fakes. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> we'll send you to L.A. when they start shooting uh, yeah, the invasion. Anyway. Um, um, but yeah, so check that out on the website. Y'all love your Little Mermaid tea. New Anderset photos emerge. Uh, nothing 
too crazy. It's, the the it's photos just, look cool, though. Yeah, it's it's Cassie and Andor with a bunch of, uh, what are those called? Sand troopers? No. Oh, they're called shore troopers. Shore troopers. Which is wild. Yeah. Now there's beach troopers. Yeah. Like beach. If you guys want to check those out, it's on the website. Um, season four of Handmaid's Tale, which is one of my wife's favorite shows, breaks numerous records over at Hulu. That's uh, why they signed Elizabeth. Going up. That's why they signed Elizabeth Moss to she's a. She's a hot name right now, yeah. even though she's a Scientologist. She, she's got like three movies in the works at Hulu too, so nice. she's not going anywhere. Um, Hopefully, with this dark universe that Blumhouse is doing, which is so awesome, because you and me, back in Cinema Insider days when the Mummy came out, I showed you that bullcrap. Uh, Dom, have you ever seen that trailer? It was a, like the Mummy. And then oh, the they, guy they messed uh, up. Yeah, the the sound engineer like totally ruined it. And the only audio you can hear is Tom Cruise's. Yeah, it is so bad. I, it was shown in my film editing class. It's bad. And this guy was just talking so much shit on it. And he was like, oh, for sure whoever rendered that and put it out, uh, you know, got fired for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's it right there. Yeah, listen to it in your, um, your headphones. Oh, it's so funny. Um, but anyway... Uh, I forgot what I was talking about. We were talking about Handmaid's, uh, Tale. Handmaid's Tale being the top Blumhouse. Yeah. Oh, Cinema so Saturdays. yeah. So basically, Elizabeth Moth, I was, Moth, Moss. I was talking about like the Invisible Man. How that was like perfect kickstart to this this new monster. Yes. So hopefully, we're gonna get some like Marvel yes. Cinematic Universe elements yeah. in the Blumhouse next, stuff. Next one is uh, it's either gonna be Chloe's Chloe Zhao's Dracula, Dracula or, or Ryan Gosling's Wolfman. Oh, crazy. Which crazy. I'm. Oh, dude, I've been. I don't know so if he's a good wolf on Ryan Gosling. I, I love Ryan Gosling. I don't know if he's a wolf man, but I, I mean, I'm oh, still dude, intrigued. he plays that suave guy, and then he turns into a wolf at night. Come on, dude! And it's gonna be set in the 1940s. Yeah, but the original Wolf Man wasn't suave. I mean, he could. I mean, if that's depending the depending on what you're talking about. I mean, you can have Benicio del Toro's Wolf Man, uh, which was not good. No, no. And then Anthony Hopkins I, played his wolf dad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give oh, we get Dom, was that it? Uh, so bad, huh? Don't even get started. <laughs> uh, there's a new show coming to Disney Plus with exclusive interviews. Um, you could talk about the next two. Turning the Table with Robin Roberts. Uh, we did get a scoop. Uh, we actually scooped this this week. Um, Tim Federle, who directed episodes of High School Musical, the musical, the series, The Worst Travel in the World. I've said this many times. He also did the Christmas special. He directed Ferdinand, the Blue Sky Animation Studios film. With John Cena. Yep. Um, really not a bad film. Um, it's okay. Uh, owned by Disney now, by the way. He's directing a new movie based on his book called Better Nate Than Ever. We learn that they are filming in New York That's under the working dumb title. title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dumb title. It's filming under the working title Pittsburgh, which is a better title than what it is. Better Nate than yeah. and better Nate than ever. Yeah, it's uh, it's coming. To, we've learned that it's coming to Disney Plus instead of theaters because it was originally set for theaters. Here's um, this is the kind of the premise of the film. In the film, thirteen-year-old Nate Foster is an unpopular kid who entertains vivid fantasies of becoming a big Broadway musical star. In the meantime, however, Nate can't even get a decent role in his middle school's drama productions. Getting cast as a tree. <laughs> a tree? <laughs> Loser. Oh, Getting wow. cast as a tree a in shrub. the chorus instead of the lead role he craves. 
However, when he and his best friend Libby mastermind a daring trip to New York City without their parents' knowledge to audition for Lilo and Stitch the musical, Nate be on the verge of fulfilling his lifelong dream. But first, he has to overcome a series of comical obstacles that threatens his Broadway adventure with disaster at every farcical turn. So, nice. I assume he's trying for the role of Lilo. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. Um, it's going to be produced by Mark Platt, who is a producer on Mary Poppins, uh, Returns, La La Land, and he's going to be the producer on The Little Mermaid. Nice. Adam Siegel, from, uh, producer on Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, will also produce. Um, there's no release date for this movie, but 2022 is what we're hearing. Nice. Okay, something that I'm so stoked about, and this made me way more stoked... For the reason I have my phone right here is because my laptop's about to die. Oh. Um, how I Met Your Father will coincide with How I Met Your Mother. Uh, while speaking with Sirius XM, Hillary uh, Duff uh, gave an interview. I don't want to give it all away, but the script is definitely being changed a little bit. Uh, it does tie in, and you know, hopefully, we'll have some fun guest appearances from the original cast. There's great characters, and I'm going to have another onset family. Uh, another TV family. Uh, there's so much opportunity for love stories with this show because it's Sophie and then three dudes. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> so it's going down okay. that whole rabbit hole of like, well, oh, which Derek. one's the father? Derek's feisty. This if I know episode. Carter Bays and Craig Thomas, like the one of those dudes are not going to be the father. Um, uh, and then you go through all these Sophie's young experience of finding love and dating and what it's like in the modern world. Literally the same premise is how much your mother listen i you know I've, I've i haven't watched many of how i met your mother but listening to what hillary duff has to say about this show i would rather have this than lizzie mcguire oh yeah for sure um like, so you'd be crazy to pick lizzie mcguire over yeah. what we're here so we may get josh radner's ted which i don't think th- here's who i think could be in it um not josh radner because he has his own uh He's a director now, so he's doing like music and like playwrights and stuff like that. So he's totally hipster. Uh, Kobe Smulders, <laughs> who uh, whose career has escalated, she's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't think she'll come back to TV. Neil Patrick Harris, Maybe. a very high chance that he comes back as Barney. Maybe in just like a random scene where Hillary Duff's at a bar, he's or not. she goes to McLaren's Pub, which is the bar that's set in How I Met Your Mother. Maybe he's there picking up chicks. Maybe he hits on her. Marshall, uh, who was played by Jason Siegel, he did not want to appear in the last season, so I guarantee you he will not be in it. Allison Hannigan is Lily. That's another possibility. But if she goes to McLaren's, Carl the bartender, oh. he's a reoccurring character, so who knows? Uh, but I do think that you know, Patrick Harris's Barney makes sense and is probably the most plausible. Yeah, and Neil Patrick Harris likes working with Disney, obviously, who is owned by Disney. Neil Great Patrick singer, Harris. super theatrical. Yeah. Awesome. His show, his uh, Lemony Snicket show is now not is off Netflix, so he has time to do this stuff. Yes, so. which is a great, great adaption of a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, it is actually really So cool. I'm very, very excited for that. I love how that's going to uh, come into play. And Carter Bayes and Craig Thomas are the masters of linear t- storytelling. Because yeah. you can get something from the second season, and then Bob Saget's narration is like, oh, we'll come back to that. And it's literally... Four seasons later, and he's like, "Remember when I talked about this? Let's talk about that." I'm like, "Who nuts? Who, who? This would be weird to me. Like, who would narrate Hillary Duff? Like, I guarantee you, it would be Hillary Duff. You think she can't stay? Yeah. 
I, I don't know it. why they got Bob Saget. I don't know why they just didn't get Josh, Josh Radner. Radner's already in, yeah, because he's already an adult. Is he, his cha- voice is just going to change to Bob Saget? I guess. That's weird. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, we got a first look at the Avengers cap- uh, Campus uh, costumes. Yep, super stoked for those. Yep. Um... I'm talk about 20th Century Studios. Um, um, this one's so. This is Caitlin. 20th Century Studios loves Caitlin Dever, who we've talked about last week joining that mystery film for 20th Century Studios uh-huh. with Brian Duffield. She's now joined 20th Century Studios Romeo and Juliet revised uh, movie Rosaline. So rad. That's going to be cool. Uh, Hulu's Girl from Plainville, which stars Elle Fanning, adds Colton Ryan. Um, this she's is becoming a hot ticket now yeah. too. Even this, though she's has been, but like she's getting all these like really serious roles now. Yeah, she Oscar bait maybe. Yeah, she's playing a character, and I it's based on a true story. She's playing a character who convinces her boyfriend to commit suicide. Very dark. Yikes. Um, yeah, let's move on from that because that's uh, uh, well, we can go into Muppets. People, it's so funny. Everyone asks me, like, hey, are, are, is there Muppets content coming? And I said, just gotta wait. They are doing something. They are doing it's something. It's so crazy how this niche for, like, this Muppet fandom. It's I just, huge. I don't understand it. It's a huge yeah. fandom. I like I mean, Muppets. I watch the Muppets, yeah, but yeah. it's not like I'm begging for more Muppets content. I know Josh is. He's a huge Muppets fan. Yeah. But he comes I, from a theatrical more, point of view. Yeah. I'm more excited for the Jim Henson biopic. Than that, I, see, yeah. I love but that. But I do like this. So, uh, Disney. Played by Tom Hanks or what? Yeah. <laughs> Might as well, dude. That's, that's um, he, he does everyone else. Sully and Captain Phillips and. Walt Disney. Walt Disney and, uh, Mr. Rogers. He's done Yeah. Crazy. Um, the Muppets are going to be in a Halloween special. Uh, where they appear in the Haunted Mansion. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. It is cool. That is really cool. Gonzo and Pepe the Prawn are the ones that kind of talked about it. And it was a funny little banter. It's the two funniest characters the Muppets yeah. have. Um, the only thing I don't care about with the Muppets right now is I cannot get over Matt Vogel's Kermit voice. I do not like his Kermit at all. You know how many people... Like, get oh. John Bailey. His... Get his... Jeff- Kermit Josh Sharp. is nuts. Oh, yeah. oh, he doesn't do a good Kermit. I see you do it better than I can. Hey, Miss Piggy. Yeah, I, I forget the song. I can do it. I can do. Uh, oh, I can do. Uh, I can shoot do me an ex- sh- shoot me a, an impression and I'll try. Uh, let me hear you do Gonzo. Who's Gonzo? Gonzo, Gonzo the Great. He kind of talks like this. Well, don't give me a Muppet. Give me someone else. What? I, well, oh, you wanted someone other than a Muppet? Yeah, let's do some impressions. Oh, uh, uh... This is our podcast, dude. It goes off the rails all the time. Give me an impression. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I can do Hank Hill, goddammit. Whoa! Uh, gee. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be this. Mm-hmm. You, I can for my bungle. You said mount. <laughs> I love that. Oh when yeah, I'm talking about Paramount Plus. Yeah. And he goes, you Dude, said my now. favorite thing is when Beavis and Butthead do America. You've seen that, right? Yeah. And he he goes to the White House and he takes all these like sugar cubes, and he like oh, he turns into Carnholio, and then he he goes to like this picture of Richard Nixon doing this, and he's like, "Are you threatening me?" <laughs> <laughs> my favorite favorite, and then he goes into uh, the same guy that plays like it's the same voice as Hank Hill. He goes in to uh, do his business in his own trailer. Oh, it's like, God damn it, boy! Put your pants up. <laughs> Masturbating in my tool shed. 
<laughs> oh. All right, give me another one. Give me another. Oh one. boy. Give me another uh, impression. Go ahead and do a Stewie. Hi, fat man. <laughs> Close. Basket. That's actually pretty good. I cannot talk any. I can't do any more lines. Family Guy's the hardest <laughs> one to do impressions for. Lois, you basket. Or uh, here's Bruce. A, Bruce Jason is Statham. Bruce. Or I can do Jason Statham. Or I can do Christopher Walken. Sometimes. Everyone, oh my. Sometimes. Oh, you know. Come on. Mm. Let's do it. Come on. I am. <laughs> I will not support that. That I'm not going to support that impression. Hi, my name's. I was going to try to do John C. Riley. <laughs> I can. I only like doing Herbert. Oh, hey there, boys! Your Herbert is nuts. Give <laughs> give give him a couple lines. Spread that butter with the force. Use the force, Luke. Force it in there with them sock puppets. <laughs> Don't tell anybody though, because we'll get in trouble. Right. Oh god, it's so perfect. Oh. Alright, move on. Yeah, let's, do <laughs> let's move it on. Here we go. Uh there's a really, really good uh you know editorial from Preston about streaming. Uh so nice. check that out. Uh Disney's Paradise Pier will open June fifteenth. I'm kinda of glossing over these because uh, these really nothing to get into. You can take a look at Ethan Hawk. Yes, he kind of looks like Jesus. <laughs> we don't know who he's playing. Uh, maybe Dracula. I don't know. I don't know. That would be lore. so sick. It's but but Tyson Dra- Blade. Yeah, but Dracula would mean you would need to appear in more than just Moon Knight. Well, like, I was listening to again. Okay, I'm going to shout out their podcast. And Ethan Hawk just doesn't seem like a franchise actor. He's like a Joaquin Phoenix to me. I can't see Ethan Hawke doing, oh, okay, I'm going to do well, Moon Knight and Blade. The, well, he he's just hasn't. You know, he could have appeared in Sinister 2 or appeared in... Uh, yeah, but uh, pe- appearing stuff. in a sequel to a horror film with not the same director yeah, true. and a, fran- a comic book franchiser. But what I was listening to on the podcast yesterday was, like, you have this whole underground, like, when you introduce Blade, we already have such a vast universe of different beings. How are you going to introduce vampires? I mean, that's true. Is it like an underground organization? Or is it going to be some people that are like just hiding in plain sight? I mean, we like never... what kind of vampires are they? Can they walk in the daylight? Because there's well, some iterations of vampires that can. I, I think the big thing is, is for the mo- outside of Sokovia and a little bit of a small niche of Europe for only a half a movie. Well, you could have the, like a Transylvania, just a core well, vampire community. Well, what I'm trying to say is, is most of these Marvel movies have taken place either in space or the United, the United States. States. Exactly. We've never traveled to where they're filming Hungary or Budapest. Um, they've, True. they've noted it. But these are nighttime type characters, I would imagine. No, that's very um, true. So I, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're a different... I think we'll know more... When Do you Dr. think it's Strange, kind of like a Hydra? I think it'd be more like a like like people in Shield are like, oh, I'm a vampire. I'd, I'd hope I wouldn't like that. I think if you're doing the multiverse, then I think they're multiverse characters. If you're gonna go mm. all out with what you're doing in Spider Man and Doctor Strange, it, it seems like the most logical way to introduce these characters that have never been mentioned before. Right. The X Men, vampires, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, true that. But I don't um, know. We'll have to wait and see. We are excited, though. We have a new look at Cruella, which we meet a young Estella. Uh, you guys yeah. can check that on the website. Yeah, that's a really um, good one. Inquisitors. 
which uh, are a big part of Jedi Fallen Order, um, are going to make their live-action debut in Obi-Wan, which makes sense because they're basically Darth Vader's assassins. Right. And they're probably going to send them to Tatooine to try to find this fool. So That would be cool. And I would last, like to see Obi-Wan versus Inquisitors. Oh, dude, it would be so sick. That would be nice. Like really cool fight scenes oh, and stuff. Just give me a good lightsaber fight. I haven't gotten one of those since episode three. Yeah. Um, and Pam and Tommy. These were images were wild and only because of Lily, Lily James. Lily James looks insane. Dom, have you seen her as Pamela Anderson? Nuts. Yeah, she is. But our poor Winter Soldier looks nothing like Tommy Lee. I will. You know who looked more like Tommy Lee? Fucking MGK. Oh yeah, from uh, <laughs> that that Netflix the movie. I'll tell Which you I what. Enjoyed. I'll give you two reasons why uh, <laughs> Lily James looks amazing in this role. I'm talking about her face, dude. Yeah, so am I. Her face. Her face, you know, just her face. Sure. Her face. Sure. Her face. That's all I'm saying. Uh huh. Sure. Her face. Yeah. And her boobies. <laughs> uh, and that's why we don't put this in public. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you can make a hung joke, I can talk about boobs. Um, listen, I love you, Sebastian Stan. You're one of my favorite characters in uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You look pretty awful as Tommy Lee, and your tattoos. Coming from two guys that are covered in tattoos. Uh, well, t- me covered is, a, is is an overstatement. Yeah, you but you got them all over. Um, I just, I'm sporadic. Yeah, but we, listen, your tattoos are fake and we can tell. Doesn't look good. Sorry, buddy. That's it. That's yeah, it for news. Man, that was so, holy smokes, what a long show. But we love yeah. doing this. We love, we love this show. We thank you guys yes. so much. Yes. Let's get a rumor of the week because this one's a fun one. We, Did you just get it right now? I had it earlier. Oh, I had it earlier, but I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it or write it up as a as a story. Yeah, cool, cool beans, cool beans, cool, 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 cool. So we might write it up as a story. So I'm I'm praying this doesn't get out there. But if it does, it does at this point. Whatever. Um, we still got it. It's gonna come back to us. Yeah. Uh, haunted, Source material, baby. Haunted Mansion is. Uh, we've talked about Haunted Mansion. We've done a rumor of the week that's been confirmed regarding the Haunted Mansion. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Even though Guillermo del Toro is not attached. Which is something we said. Uh, I thought we said wasn't. No, we said he wasn't. They're looking for new directors. That was our rumor of the week. They were looking for new directors. Ah, Right. Um, Anyways, Justin Simeon, bad hair, dear white people. He's directing. We talked about this last week. Uh, Kate Diopold, I believe her name is. She wrote Ghostbusters. Oh, so Uh, this is right up her alley. Yeah. So she did Haunted Mansion, which I think again we talked about that probably a year ago now. Um, there's a name at the very top of the list for the villain role, uh, for the movie. For, I don't know what is the villain the is. the Hatbox Ghost? I don't know if this incarnation is the Hatbox Ghost. I'm the Bax Ghost. Uh, yeah. From Danny Phantom. Anybody? Um, <laughs> big time actor has already played a villain for Disney in a oh, Disney okay. property. let me guess, let me guess. I'll give you two guesses. Big villain for Disney, Jude Law. Nope. Okay, one more guess. Um, big villain for Disney already. Chiwetel Ah, uh, No, but you're more on the right path. Um, you want one more guess? Yes, I do. Um, I'm on the right path. Okay. Oh, Idris Elba. No. Damn, that was a good guess. I, I, I'll, I'll give you one more hint. I'll give you one more hint. Okay. Um, just because I said Disney doesn't mean I necessarily mean Disney. So like Marvel or could Star be, Wars? Could be, could be. 
Ben Mendelsohn? No. Oh, you're you're on the right track though, in okay, terms so of of t- property. Yes. Okay. Um, Paul Bettany. Uh, weirdly, you're on the right track still. Okay, I'm trying to think of different. Uh... I'm trying to let him have this, folks, and then I'll let you, then I'll tell you once he doesn't get it. Okay, it's obviously not any of the spin-off ones. Is it a core movie? Is it Adam Driver? Nope. Andy Serkis? Nope. Uh, Richard Gr- Richard Grant? Nope. Uh, <laughs> gotta think big, my friend. You gotta think... Big, big. Well, big in terms of... If it's not one of the core movies, what else is there? Animated? No. Not okay, animated. so I, I mentioned Solo and I mentioned Rogue One. So and it's not one of those. It's not one of the core movies. It's not an animated show. That means it must be... One of the episodes. No. Oh, uh, Darth Vader, the James Earl Jones. You want me to just tell you? Yes. The... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Giovanni. It's Jean. John Carlo. John Carlo. Yeah, Jean Carlo Esposito is. Damn. He is. God damn it, Don. <laughs> I don't know how much of a hint I could have gave you. It's not animated, and it's not one of the core movies. <laughs> And well, it's the I only series they've released. TV um, yet you oh. said the animated show. Shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Giancarlo Esposito is... Oh, he's at, a perfect villain. Yeah, he's at the top of the list for Haunted Mansion in a villain role. Nice. Whether or not he signs, I'm not 100% sure. That's why I was kind of skeptical if I wanted to talk about it here, because I wanted to right. try and scoop it for the website. Um, but, you know, it's... it's uh, I'm so excited for Haunted Mansion. I'm excited for the new Pirates movies. I love these movies based on those attractions. And it, oh, yeah. and since we spoke with Garner Holt, it, I'm so all about attractions right now and getting more of that. It's, uh, again, get ready for the Garner Holt interview. It's a really good interview. Oh, Our first big one. Cool. It's really nice. Best Dom did a great a job of, editing. Like, Easter egg stuff in, in the, in the B roll. So yeah, there might, there, I won't say too much on it, but there is one thing that's put into the show. If you have a, an eye for, uh, animatronics there's something hidden in there we're not going to say what it is what it has to do with we'll let you kind of do your own thing um again dom did a great job editing it uh should drop here within the next few days so approval first yeah we're waiting on approvals uh producers producers uh this podcast was executive produced by nicholas russo Derek wiley jordan simmons sean nyberg uriah montfleury Brian Kitson, Clayton Eshaw, Mick God, Spaced Out, Danik Bigras, Don Story, Disney Adventurer, Corinne Marie. No, so spooky. You're not leaving this time. Uh, my dad. <laughs> uh, Jacob Cano, Jackson. Jackson White. Ernesto. What? Uh- Barrera. Hey, by the way, that uh, John Wayne impression was kind of good. I actually really liked it. Good job. Go ahead. Uh, Brianna Shad, or Sam Elliott, Lauren know. Javier, Adam Armstrong, Colin Chris Tech, Sean Williams, Elliot Block the second with two T's, and Spender, aka Spencer Weary. Again, thank you guys so much uh, for all those that are getting uh, T-shirts and stuff. We are working on them. I'm We're so giving excited. You updates. I'm sorry. By the way, because I wanted to say this when you said Spencer Weary. Yo, shout out to Spencer Weary. Halle Bailey 
he got jewelry from Halle Bailey, who's playing Ariel. Oh. And she tweeted at him. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, nice. I was like, that's awesome. Super cool. cool. Good on Spencer. We love yeah. Spencer. Yeah. Um, uh, but that's it. Yeah. Again, check out the interview. Check out merch. Check out our YouTube. Yeah. The the merch that you buy from the from our website at the merch store goes back into, you know, paying for our writers, our team, and uh, the interviews we do in traveling. So it would mean a lot Especially to us. Especially traveling you... with COVID stuff. Yeah. Oh, of course. Like, even if it's like a sticker, you know, any of your support helps us out. Yeah. Uh, if you want a lot of cool stuff on there. Yeah. We, since things are opening up, it's opening up opportunities for us as uh, press and as a team. And we want to do things together as a team. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want us to cover Avengers Campus, we'll obviously need your help with that. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll be invited as press. But, you know, to cover it in depth with the right equipment, we, we just need a little help. And uh, if you can do that, tell your friends about the show, your family about the Diz Insider show. Again, it's only three bucks for the minimum tier uh five, five for the you want the video yeah and you know you get to see our beautiful mugs uh again you can get coffee cups t-shirts all of the good stuff don't forget uh with the merch you know you're take a picture with your merch let us know we'll give you a nice little shout out on the instagram page because yes. we love seeing you guys in the gear that we come and up we're with we're gonna create a little highlight on our uh instagram yeah. page if we get more people that buy our merch yeah you'll be on a highlight saying um Basically for merch. Yeah, it's yes. kind of our... Look at all of our, you know, supporters. Yeah, there's a cool Cruella one. Where, where, I don't where, want to call them fans. We're yeah. a news website. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to call yourselves. We do have a Loki uh, design that's coming. So we have a lot of cool things that are coming. Please check out the website and subscribe to YouTube. Um, yeah, but aside from that, there's only one thing that I need to do. And that's uh, Dom. Play me that sweet, sweet outro music. And? Uh, uh, one. Uh, a two, a three, a four, a five. Bye. Bye.